Welcome to the Nine Moms Podcast. My name is Phineas, and this is my mama's podcast, and, and here she is. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Nine Months Podcast. It is episode number 37 that we have prepared or that I have prepared for you guys today. I've been putting off uh, for the longest time this week to record the intro because, as you can hear, my voice isn't so great. I've been having a cold, not COVID, but a cold. (laughs) I guess we have to say that these days, don't we? Um, and I just wanted my voice to be a little bit better, but the episode is supposed to come out tomorrow. So this is the last day that I could do it. So you guys are just going to have to enjoy listening to my voice for just another minute or so. It'll be fine. (laughs) So, um, for this week's episode, I'm talking to Irina and Irina is a friend of one of my good friends and she lives in Berlin and she's going to be sharing her birth story with her little girl Charlotte with us today. Charlotte was born in Berlin in Germany by C-section because Irina um, suffers from myomas and she's going to be talking us through what that meant for her and her partner in terms of their birth plan and birth wish and the route that they had to to take towards um, giving birth, um, which is a little bit different than than others. So um, without further ado, so you don't have to listen to this voice anymore, <laughs> I will let Irina do, do the rest of the talking this week. Thank you guys so much for supporting me, for listening in and for always being generous with your reviews and and little comments and and messages and stuff um, letting me know that you have listened um, to the stories all right you guys here is Irina hi Irina and welcome to the nine months podcast it's nice to have you with me today hi Liz thanks a lot for the invitation I'm also very happy to join to join you Oh, great. Would you like to start by introducing yourself and who's in your family and what you guys do? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm I'm originally from Russia. Oh, last 10, almost 11 years I've been, I used to live in the Czech Republic, but then I met my man, my future husband, uh, and he's German. So, uh, and with the time after the marriage, I moved to Berlin. So he's uh, motherland, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so he's German, I'm Russian, and we are together. We do have a family. And um, yeah, we do live in Berlin. Berlin is cool. <laughs> what <laughs> can I say? I love it here so much. Yeah. It's huge. It's um, uh, it's so much international, so many nationals here. And um, yeah, you feel pretty much free here, I would say, and many interesting things you can find. Uh, yeah, 
when I moved after a few months uh, doing the language course, I found also the job here. Uh, as an expat, it's not that hard to find any job. I mean, like, of course, if you need something super special, I don't know, uh, management position depends on your um, experience, of course. Uh, maybe it will take a bit of time, but something easier for expats when you use your language, English, it's it's okay. It's it's easy to find still. I I think it's uh, the same like in Prague actually. Yeah. It's really so international. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly for fast. Yeah. So let's start with your journey then to becoming pregnant. If that was in Berlin mm-hmm. or in Czech Republic, or <laughs> did you guys plan <laughs> to have a baby? No, no. Yes, yes. So after a while, of course, living together, life is beautiful, but you feel that, okay, maybe it's time to make your life even more beautiful. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we both said that, yes, we, we are ready. We would love to have, uh, we would love to become parents. And uh, the process started. Uh, so we tried for a while, I don't know, half a year or something like this. Uh, but due to some health issues that I had, uh, I have, um, we, uh, I said like, maybe it's better to go directly to the doctor to check out ourselves, whether it's everything is okay, how it works and so on. And we went, we, we got a good uh, advice in Berlin with the doctor for the families who would like to have a baby and it doesn't work that easy. So uh, we, we got this, uh, address and hint and i would say that the doctor is really cool uh we love the treatment so much like how uh, how was the meetings um all the advices she gave us and the checks uh everything been done perfectly mm-hmm. uh, uh, actually due to some health issues i have uh myomas uh and um well the doctor said probably this is this could be a problem to get pregnant mm-hmm. um yeah and um so we were talking about even maybe to do the surgery to 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 remove it yeah uh, of course i was so scared <laughs> and we said okay we still will try our best and uh, i remember we were checking out what we are eating doing sport and so on so it was uh, no alcohol marathon uh more than a month or something like this it didn't work that's okay we said it's fine no problems it was the end of november and uh we said no problem i'm going to do this we are going to for the surgery in the new year january and it will be like it will be fine we are sure and uh, we just relax. We just relax. And the end of December came out that I don't have my periods. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that always like what happens when we relax a little bit? It happens sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, uh, when I found out, I was shocked. I didn't believe. So I made four tests. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, when I came with the test in my hand, shaking hand, my husband was like, was scared that something happened to me, first of all. He didn't understand what is going on. And uh, yeah, then he got like, oh my God, is, is it true? Is it true? It's unbelievable. It was amazing feeling 
we were so much happy. And of course, everything directly changed. Like I started caring of myself so much, what I'm eating, what I'm doing and so on. And um, uh, after the first meeting with my doctor, she directly also told me that we are going for the C-section due to the myomas because some of them are big and it's not okay. It is a danger. Do you mind sharing a little bit for those listeners that don't really know what myomas are? Could you share what what it is and how it affects you? Uh, well, they are um, what exactly I cannot explain physically. <laughs> and I'm not sure. So it's it's like some 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 bodies. I don't know what is this, uh, and it's growing. So it can be in warm womb that I had also. And outside, outside on the womb, and uh, it can be on the womb. It can have like a, I don't know, the leg or something like this. Mm-hmm. That uh, if if it's with this leg, then it is easy to remove. But when it's on the womb, it is um, it is very hard to move. And usually doctors don't do it during giving the birth, for instance, because it's a high risk of losing a lot of blood. Yeah, uh, when myoma is in warm, depends on the size of myoma. Uh, that could be the reason, uh, that could be an obstacle to get pregnant. So when it's inside of the warm, outside, the, yeah, that could be a problem with uh, giving the birth in a natural way. Okay. Yeah. So, so you knew straight away then yeah, that you were going to go for a C-section and that's how your birth was going to go? Exactly, exactly. So... I think it was, uh, it was it was really good that I, at the beginning on I knew how it will be and I started to prepare myself to this. Of course, I was scared. It's it's a, a surgery, a real surgery. They are going to cut me, you know. Uh, but it is for the be- for the best. It's for the better for all of us, especially for the baby. That we are sure that she's fine. Nothing happens to her because they said it is possible that myoma can go around the neck of the baby when the baby is coming out. It's, it's terrible. So we just said, okay, definitely we are going for that. Uh, the first trimester, uh, it was pretty much dangerous due to this warm, uh, due to the myoma in the warm. And uh, it was about the fight who will win my baby or this meom <laughs> at oh, the wow. end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so that means uh, being super careful, no sport, uh, no sex also. Uh, and so three months, we were like really stressful, of course, scaring what and how and checking out like quite often with the doctor, but everything was fine. And my baby uh, was stronger. Mm. And she took all the, all the necessary food and get bigger than this meal. So then <laughs> no danger anymore, at least there. <laughs> and then we smoothly came to the second trimester. And of course, there I started to feel okay. Now it's uh, more easy. I can relax a bit. And that means I can do a bit sport because I used uh, doing doing sport before I love walking and we used to do yoga with my husband when the uh, home office came we said okay we need to do something (laughs) and during I don't know one year and a half we were doing yoga regularly actually I don't know three four times per week for sure and uh, of course I missed it when you don't do it at all three months for three months it's hard (laughs) yeah and uh, yes 
step by step, we start doing this, walking and so on. Uh, and I remember, so there was March, all was okay. But the beginning of April, there were a big problem. Uh, one of this big meome I have outside uh, seems like as this worm also getting bigger. Uh, it's moving, um, and it uh, the, the meome pressed uh, some nerve, <laughs> mm-hmm. and said, so I just moment from moment I couldn't really walk. It was pain even in the leg, the back. Everything was terrible. Uh, we went directly to the physiotherapy. Now, uh, the guy who was doing this, I knew before, and I knew that he's good. After one session. Everything was good. Oh, <laughs> Everything wow. was good. And, what did he do? Uh, yeah, he, f- I don't know, it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> but anyway, like he, he really knows what he was doing because after one session, bump, he moved it in the right way, I guess. So, and uh, then I just had some rest, you know, there was such a advantage because my doctor said, okay, three weeks of sick leave. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I said, okay, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, then it was uh, after this everything was really good uh i was very lucky uh i continued doing sport then still walking a lot and uh, you know enjoying the life because especially after in the middle of july when i went to the maternity leave uh, i went also a bit earlier and uh, it is possible to do it in germany uh, you just come into your doctor say okay it's hard working is hard and you're asking for the sick leave it everybody knows this here and they doing this and my my manager he even told me this even like it's okay to do it yeah it's <laughs> so, so supportive, that's why I, isn't it it's so nice <laughs> yeah i just took one one week uh before maternity leave plus i had two weeks of my vacation so altogether not that bad uh uh, middle of July till the end of August. So I was with my husband at home. He was working. I was sleeping. I was reading a lot. Uh, and I said, uh, okay, this is the vacation with myself before the new step in my life. So I was really enjoying it a lot. And I can say uh, for for, for all women who are going to be pregnant, would like to be pregnant, what I can recommend, definitely to do sport before starting, before, before pregnancy. I am sure that this helped me so, so much stay physically good because I had no problems with, the, with my legs, with the feet, with the back, nothing at all. Because usually uh, during the pregnancy, as far as I've heard, that uh, the lower back is... Uh, uh, the, the women started having problems with the low back, uh, their problems with the legs and so on. I didn't have anything to do. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think it is all connected uh, with the sport that I used to do regularly, basis, really one year and a half before being pregnant. That's for sure. And yeah, and I was... That's why for me, it was not hard doing sport, doing yoga also during the pregnancy. I remember I even made some videos when I was on the 37th week <laughs> with a big, big belly. As in Germany, they say Hochschwanger, 
uh, yeah, I was doing some of this uh, down look, facing dog and so on, this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's cool to have the video to remember. <laughs> yeah, it's all possible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Abs- oh, absolutely, great. absolutely. For me, was this cool? I know that my friend and colleague uh, who got pregnant a bit earlier than I, she used to walk a lot. It was like nine kilometers, 10, 12 kilometers per day. She used to do this is really something also. But but then it helps. And I think that also all these conditions, physical conditions helps you also after for recovering. Because one thing you give in the birth in a natural way that usually uh, you recover, your body recovered faster than after C-section because this is a surgery. After surgery, you need a few months to, 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 to get back, let's call it like this. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do to prepare to have your C-section? Did you read up on it or um, do any classes? or? <laughs> um, with the C-section, um, I would say that I, I made just general course. Uh, for writing course <laughs> in German uh, to, to become the mother. They talk about the uh, natural way of giving the birth, about the C-section, how and what and so on, about the first steps of taking care of the baby. So, of course, the, there are a lot of a lot of courses here in Germany uh, that um, those are not only in German language, because for me it was still complicated. Uh, you can find definitely in Russian language, because... In Berlin, there are a big Russian-speaking community, uh, not only in Berlin, but generally in Germany. And, uh, of course, in English, it is possible to find uh, courses also in English. Um, this is one step. The second thing is super important also to find a midwife. During the pregnancy, it is important to find a midwife as soon as possible. Uh, because it is a problem to find. <laughs> they are usually busy. There are not that much of them here in Germany. And yeah, I think, but I think it's like everywhere. There are not a lot of midwives. Yeah. It's all the time problem. Yeah. And uh, what they are doing, uh, I like it a lot because uh, at least in Germany, uh, it is paid by, uh, by the insurance here. So this is a cool thing from the state that gives us uh, the midwives you're meeting with her. Uh, I don't know, once in, in a week, in two weeks, whatever, like depends on the, like when you're closer to the termine, uh, uh, this point when you're given the birth, of course you're meeting a bit oftener. And uh, yeah, so she's checking out your body. How do you feel? You ask all the questions you do have. Uh, she's preparing you in the moral way <laughs> and physical maybe also. And after, uh, once you give the birth, after a few days, usually here uh, midwives come into your home. I had another situation. I found the one when you have to come and it was a mistake. I can tell like everyone in case you find a midwife who tells you, oh, no, I'm not coming to your place. You have to come to my office. This is not okay. Believe me, 
with a small baby, especially if it's your first baby, you you don't know anything, how, what, and so on. The baby is screaming. The baby woke up uh, sleeping and so on. No, 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 no. Uh, even if you have the car, uh, of course, it's much easier because some people used to go with the public transport. You know, this is hard. And uh, but normally here, midwives come and comes to your place. That's a beautiful and school. thing. <laughs> Absolutely. They're coming. They check out the weight of the baby. They uh, check out how you hold the baby, how you give your breast for the breastfeeding, uh, with the, uh, giving the bath and so on and so on. So all these things are controlled and uh, you can check it out with the midwives. This is fantastic, mm. beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's something mm. that we don't really have in Czech Republic in the public system. I think privately you can you can hire someone to come to your home and do that. And sometimes the pediatricians do it too. I guess it depends what country you're in, but that sounds like a beautiful thing of the German system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this is an advantage for sure. Yeah. Um, then, uh, so this is main points, and uh, that we had to prepare to be prepared, you know, and uh, what we were doing, like, of course, we we bought all the stuff in advance <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's easier also to buy the secondhand stuff, like with the bed, for instance, because, okay, all these things are expensive, of course, and um, you will need it just for a few months sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we don't think this is makes like it's reasonable to spend all, all this money for just for a few months, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because you will need it for diapers, for instance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's great. Should we go ahead and jump into your birth story itself then? How exactly. How... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, uh, it was everything was good for me. First of all, because I was prepared from the beginning on, and you, it will be like this. So here in Germany, you are coming to the hospital. Of course, like I, I think like it was four months in advance. We came also to check out that we are interested in. We would like to give a birth in your hospital. You know, so everything must be in really advance. And then uh, I got the confirmation from my doctor. With this confirmation, you are coming to the hospital a uh, few weeks before. I think it was three weeks before, something like this. Then um, uh, we made an appointment all together with a meeting. Uh, they started telling me that maybe I can try to give the birth in a natural way. Uh, and it was like one week before uh my my main point uh, date and uh i couldn't i i said no 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 i'm going as as all this nine months i was thinking only about the c-section prepared myself for this and i said okay i'm going for this and i was a bit afraid also um, due to the risks still uh at the end yes we went we we came to the c-section my doctor was cool she was russian actually mm -hmm. <laughs> And for me, it was, of course, easy. I relaxed because she was such a like, hey, I know what I'm doing, you know. And uh, of course, you can see that these people, they are so much trained. They are doing this really like a few times per day. And um, 
when we came, uh, they directly moved me to one room, change the clothes, check out the heart beating, everything, and so on. Then coming coming to the main room, uh, they said, "Okay, she, uh, she doesn't speak German, guys. We speak now English." So that was beautiful. Also, like easy peasy, everybody like tun 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 tun. And uh, what was amazing to see, even if I was like already uh, under these <laughs> drugs, <laughs> to feel to not feeling feeling my <laughs> some part of my body, I still paid attention that they all work like a team, a good team, uh, fast. Uh, with the quality, everything. My husband been uh, there as well. It was possible, thanks God. We were really afraid due to the corona restrictions, but uh, no, it was possible. He was with me there, and it was it was also a huge support. Um, I remember the moment when I started a bit losing my condition. I don't know, like I started feel dizzy and breathing a bit problems that I guess it was just too due to the panic and the woman who was uh my anesthesiologist she just hold my hand and like hey come on you know tell me what you you were doing a lot this summertime where did you go you know she just trying to 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 distract me that uh, we are talking about something else and mm-hmm. this was really cool yeah. um yeah so then husband was there he just hold uh, my arm a bit and and then i heard ah, okay be ready something's coming boom and then yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i started directly crying because it was such a such a huge uh, um emotional moment i couldn't believe and they gave uh, gave me the baby directly um or they went for the washing i think check out they check out the main breathing and so on my husband been invited there as well that he was checking out they showed him how to to do the diaper <clears throat> and so on and then they they came and uh brought the baby our little girl and uh, after this first the second uh thing what she's she has done it was so already showing that she's hungry yeah. uh, all all the people there they start really laughing about this actually mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it, but it was amazing and we we made it we were able to do photos and in case videos if we would like to it was everything was okay with this and we do remember this moment now on um what was good about the c-section for me they cut it some of myomas if it was possible to do they did it so that was uh, that's good not everything unfortunately but uh, majority is done and this is good after after that the whole day was a bit uh, hard of course for me and sleeping but um, almost the whole day my husband was able to stay with with us and he was with charlotte with our daughter and I uh, could sleep a bit. Um, at the end, I stayed in the hospital, I think, for like three days, full days. Um, it was a bit harder for me because they don't really speak English there. Some of the nurses, yes, but uh, especially the old, elder one, they do not. And well, but it was a good practice for German for me then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even uh, now, like I'm talking about this with a smile, but there it was 
hard for me because um, because I didn't have the milk from the beginning on, and this is normal. I think so. It's not everybody, especially after C-section, uh, and you are tired and in stress. And uh, well, the baby was super hungry because there is nothing <laughs> she could suck from me. And uh, the nurses they just said no, give the breast, give the breast the whole day. It was a disaster. It was very hard, and only in the night. And when um, another nurses came, came uh, they took my little baby. Uh, they said, "Okay, Mama needs some rest. Mm. You need to sleep because mm. I looked really terrible. I was crying there already." And uh, uh, they gave her like normal meal, what they usually gives to the babies. Mm. Um, I was of course like shocked for this going where is my baby I was so scared uh, but on the second day I was able to stand up already it was hard it was painful to walk it was painful but I said I have to find my baby <laughs> I found she was peacefully sleeping there mm-hmm. <laughs> I said what is going on <laughs> but at least I it was a big relief for me and I went and uh, had two hours sleeping as well so there was it it helped a lot then but here uh, i've heard it from some people as well that the nurses in the night comes they come to you and asking if you would like to have rest especially after c-section that they they take the baby and taken care this is a really good thing and i would recommend it also at the beginning on uh because because i it it uh it gives you it gives you the opportunity to to have rest, uh, not being in the stress like I was uh, due to the milk and so on. And I'm sure if if it's been done like this at the beginning on, um, I would have milk even earlier. Yeah, yeah, without any stress like this. Yeah, I guess it's different these days because I don't know, like fifty years ago, hundred years ago, we would be cared for by our family members and our mothers and grandmothers Mm -hmm. you know and they would take the baby and let you rest and and sometimes I think we forget that it's so needed even if we you know we live in this modern society and um, absolutely you know so that's that's a beautiful thing to get some rest after your body's been through major surgery it's needed I think yeah yes yes sleeping also and uh, recovering and I remember that for two days I think I still was feeling this um, um, this drugs <laughs> if I can say I was weird but it's okay and then okay and then the main day when we are coming home home sweet home mm-hmm. <laughs> you're coming home and then okay what are we are going to do now <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> I think all uh, all parents are, are like this when they're coming home. What's now? <laughs> Babies cry. What to do? <laughs> yeah, but uh, exactly. But it's so much intensive, and um, uh, it's still amazing, unbelievable, and huge happiness. A lot of hormones, happy hormones, mother's hormones, and so on. Uh, that's why you know, like it goes so fast and. Now, especially when I'm talking about this, I don't remember that it was that much hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For me, it was more hard due to the recovering. It, it was hard because sometimes it's not easy to to get up it was still painful for me and the walking I couldn't walk fast and I can't I couldn't hold heavy things of course 
Yeah. Um, it was one week and uh, like this, uh, within, I think, five days, milk came also. Not that much, but with the step by step, uh, it came. It was okay with the milk. Mm, what is good also, I like in Germany, at least it's, it's in Germany, I ask for, for the pumping machine, electronic electronic pumping machine so it was not manual pumping it was a um, normal one <laughs> easy <laughs> let's say and uh it is possible to do it in the way that you pay money uh, it was i think like 70 euro uh, or something like this and you get it for the rent for three months if you need it for longer then you just go into the to the doctor ask for the prescription send to the company and that's it. Easy peasy. Yes. Uh, now we gave this pumping machine back. Money. I, I got money back as well. So everything is fine. It, yeah. But it really helped a lot. That's really helpful to be able to have that because it's very expensive to get your own one. It is. It is. I think it's um, about 100 euro or more. I don't know. And mm. at the end, guys, we don't need it for that long time, right? It's like mm-hmm. I, I use it for a bit longer, uh, but I mean, like you don't need it for years. And like this is big money, then a lot of money to pay for this for a few months again. Um, and this is good for people, like for, for the women, when you just uh, starting with the milk, I think it's also um, how to say not motivate your breast, but mm-hmm. stimulate, stimulate. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a stimulation. And also for women, when I think when women have a lot of milk, and this also can be dangerous. There is taste in the breast. You need to to get rid of this milk. Yeah. After, yeah, yeah because Absolutely. then could be some health health issues also. That's why I think it's a good point. And then uh, actually after one week uh, being at home with my husband and our little Charlotte, uh, my mom came (laughs) to help us. (laughs) Yes, because because she knew uh, that I'm after the surgery, of course, and she stayed with us for one month. And it was fantastic. That's great. Yeah, (laughs) we, we were doing like sharing the nights sometimes she stayed during the night with our little daughter <laughs> so we had a chance to sleep the whole night but then of course we got used to all these and when my mom left uh, yeah it was okay you know like like a part of the life but it is like this and as so much intensive you just you cannot imagine that it could 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 uh, have been in the other way even <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you so <laughs> yeah but this right. is our story <laughs> yeah it's beautiful thank you so much for sharing is there anything else that we have forgotten or maybe any references or any tips that you have for other um, parents out there yeah what i would like to to recommend also at least if we are talking about germany uh when you're pregnant uh during the pregnancy find the pediatrist so this uh, the kinder kinder art uh the doctor for the kids find it during the pregnancy as well as kindergarten um uh, yeah <laughs> because in germany you do have only one year for this uh for the uh parental leave i think it's 
ja, ist Elternzeit auf Deutsch, so in German. Dann, ja, yeah, you have only one year and after one year you're coming back to work, um, as well as your baby is going to the kindergarten. And it's not so easy. We found one kinder kindergarten we liked, actually. We came there when we were pregnant, when I was pregnant. So we had an official meeting. They put us in the list and so on. And till now, it is still not clear if we will get place or not. Oh, wow. During yeah. pregnancy. Just, you have uh, to ask. That's crazy. <laughs> it, wow. Yes, yes. Here it is like this. And also another point, if you'd like to get some good uh, kindergarten, It is also not that easy. It's better to have someone there who you know, who can recommend you. Ah, these people are good. <laughs> so this is this is how it works here. This is important, I think. Um, about, uh, of course, pregnancy, maternity leave, and so on and so on. It's also another big topic for the financial part. If you work here, uh, You do have a lot of rights. It's, uh, it's amazing. I like this uh, German system, of course, but it is, of course, it's about a lot of uh, paperwork here, a lot of bureaucracy. Um, of course, without my husband, I will never do this uh, in German, especially. Uh, so he's done everything. Uh, what is, uh, how does it work here? So you do have this maternity leave. Uh, few six weeks before giving the birth and then eight weeks after the birth giving the birth so this is a maternity leave that covered by uh by the insurance health insurance you do have um it may and they do pay just some um some amount of money usually this is a very small amount of money i remember i received about oh 800 or something like this euro um and the first six six uh, weeks maybe 500 and something so this is really nothing but the rest is paid uh because you're supposed to get 100 of your salary all this time so six months and then eight weeks so that means another two months um 100 of your salary and the rest is paid by your employee it must be like this so this is also good Mm, all this time you're receiving this 100% and after that you you, you are in this uh, Elton site and you receive then money from the state the state must confirm you also that oh okay we are going to pay you and they pay you 65% of your salary yeah this is this is good I think so during one year during the one year at the same time you need to apply in the other um in the other <laughs> organization or whatever it is uh for the kindergeld for the children money uh it is about 200 euro 200 and something I think so you receive this money every month till 18 year when your baby is 18 years old mm. It's, yeah. it's wonderful. I mean, I'm Swedish, so we have this similar system where it's, you're quite protected and you're quite held within your maternity leave and, and for the child's rest of their life, you know, until they're 18. I mean, um, so for, for most of the world and including Czech Republic, like we have it here also, uh, but to us, it's, it's, um, it sounds so good. <laughs> I think that what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also happy. 
yeah. yeah this is so so a lot really a lot of advantages i mean of course in case if you would like to prolong your uh, uh this outside per- mm parental leave mm. <laughs> so you can do this like another half a year or something like this and then you receive maybe like 30 percent from the 65 percent or something like this so it's really like nothing but still you do have this right you can stay in without payment then if you take all this uh, money within one year then you still can prolong your uh, elton site for half a year i think so without any payment or even one year yeah, it's so important that we that we protect mothers that want to stay Absolutely. with their job later and, and come back into the working life as well. I'm uh, very happy about this, that I do have this uh, thing. And also what is cool, um, I know that uh, in, I think in most European countries, it's like this, that fathers also could take this time and stay with the babies. Here it's the same we decided that I'll stay due to the money only because my husband's salary is high. And when we are calculated the differences with the 65%, uh, then we are losing more money uh, compared with my salary. So that's why we, we did it like this. But he's going to take two months still. So I'm I'm staying for this 10 months and then he will take two months. Oh, that's this nice. is cool. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right, Irina, could you share with us also if there are any listeners out there that would like to reach out to you, how they can reach out to you? Oh, um, how? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, <laughs> actually, via Facebook, of course, uh, Irina Klose. Um, I don't know how usually the reach yeah, well, anything. Just, I'm just an open like that, person. That's fine. <laughs> Right. Or they can send me an email also. Yeah. But I will, I will exactly I will like put this. your I will put your Facebook there on your show notes page also. If there's anybody maybe around you that would like to, you know, talk about having a C section in Berlin. Absolutely. Or like that. Yeah. In Berlin. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Because of course there are some moments and uh, it is I do remember myself when I uh, I, I found the girl. Uh, in my group with this uh, preparation course who did the c-section uh, like few months before me in the same uh, hospital and of course for me there was like <gasps> golden information yeah yeah so that's yeah, i understand this other mother stories are always are always better sometimes to just get some more information from the inside <laughs> yes all, all right absolutely Irina. agree with you yeah thank you so much for coming on today and and sharing your beautiful birth story with us thank you a lot Liz it was fantastic I'm 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 happy to share it and uh, it is important because usually there are a lot of details and we are afraid especially it's the first time we are so much afraid what how and so and so Thanks again, Irina, for coming on and sharing your beautiful birth story with us here today. If you are listening in and you'd like to reach out to Irina, you can head to the show notes page. You can find her Facebook uh, contact details there. You can also, of course, send me an email at the nine months podcast at gmail.com and I will forward anything that comes in to her from there. Please visit the directory on the website if you're looking for a specific kind of story. You can see what they are there and you can pick and choose. Um, 
And if you would like to share your birth story, please do not hesitate to contact me at the nine months podcast at gmail.com or head to nine months podcast.com or nine months podcast at Instagram. Goodness, that was a lot of nine months podcast, <laughs> but you get it. Head to any of those sources, contact me, let me know that you would like to share your story. All stories are unique and I would love to hear yours. Thank you guys so much and have a wonderful week ahead and I'll see you next week.